Hey, aspiring mothers, if you like this podcast, consider becoming a supporter. Your small donation helps sustain future episodes. Thank you for your continuing support. Eve was not taken out of Adam's head to top him, neither out of his feet to be trampled on by him, but out of his side to be equal with him, under his arm to be protected by him, and near his heart to be loved by him. Matthew Henry Welcome to The Aspiring Mother, where stay-at-home mom and mother of two, Vashti Maya, talks about motherhood in a whole new way. The good, the bad, and the not-so-pretty. If you're ready to be inspired, laugh, cry, and everything in between, here's your host. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Aspiring Mother. You are listening to episode 22, and today is raising a feminist. But before we get into the topic of today, I first want to say welcome back or welcome. If you didn't know, I just took a two-week long break and I have missed recording so bad, mainly because I was just writing everything down. And so the second week is when I started to record this, which is what it is now. Um, But I just missed uploading and talking to you guys about the episode so I'm so excited that we're back at it and (laughs) I first want to tell you guys why I even took a break because it kind of came out of nowhere for you guys. I have been thinking about this for a while because I just felt like the podcast episodes weren't truly me and I was holding back a lot because I didn't want to be perceived as weird or just I don't know. I just, I felt like I was holding back a lot because I wanted to be perceived a certain way and the podcast to be a certain way. But I'm kind of just like throwing that out because it wasn't working for me and I want to be my true authentic self for you guys, for myself. I don't feel like I can really do the job that I'm trying to do correctly and effectively if I'm not being true to myself. So I wanted to take a break, you know, take a step back evaluate what I was doing with the podcast and what I want for the podcast and kind of start over. So that's what I did. It was, like I said, much needed. I have so many brand new ideas of what I want to talk about and what I want for the podcast and how I'm going to be more engaged with you guys. Because although, yes, I am the host of the podcast, I feel like it's our podcast. At least that's what I want it to be. I want you guys to be involved in the episodes and tell me what you guys want to talk about and interact with each other. And it hasn't been like that as of now. And I feel like I'm mainly to blame for that because I'm not as active with reaching out to you guys, which is obviously on me. So I apologize for that. But I want to get better because I'm trying to build a community of women supporting women. And whether that's motherhood, whether that's just about womanhood, or just about being a human, I want to be a support for you guys, and I want you guys to be a support for each other. And so that starts with talking to you guys and engaging and making sure that, you know, I post more on my social media so that you guys can reach each other and just being more active. And so I want to start doing more things like that and just engaging. Like I said, I'm like, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over, but I just want to emphasize that, that I just wasn't doing that before. And now we are. So 
Um, another big thing that I wanted to talk about is that I do want this to be an escape for mothers. And I do talk, obviously, about motherhood because this is the aspiring mother. But that means so much more to me than motherhood. For me, aspiring to be the best mom I can be also means aspiring to be the best person I can be. So that means, you know, talking about women's issues and how I feel about things and just getting things off my chest helps me to aspire to be the best version of myself. And that's what that means to me. So I do, obviously, I'm going to continue to talk about motherhood issues, but I want to talk more about other things because when you are so sucked into motherhood, it's so hard to get out of that. And so that's what I want this podcast to be more geared towards is just social issues that women are going through or just that mothers are going through within their, you know, unit that they want to talk about or they feel like they can't talk about. Like sometimes we're going to have to talk about our kids and not in a good way. And that's okay. And that is where I want this to be. Like I said, an escape for moms to have that place where they're like, oh my God, I need to listen to that episode because I know she's going to talk about this or I totally can relate to her on this or even if you can't relate to me on certain things, that's what I want. I want there to be conversation and there's going to be a lot of touchy subjects that I'm going to be talking about and if you don't agree with me, that's 100% okay because I love that. I love getting the conversation going so we can talk about it and kind of see, you know, where each other are coming from and get some ideas like, oh, I never thought of it this way. Maybe I can incorporate that or whatever it is. That's what I want for the podcast moving forward. And I hope you guys are with it. I'm so excited about the changes that are going to come. So definitely stay tuned. Subscribe if you're not already. If you want to become a monthly supporter, um, there's different donation things you can, you can start donating to the podcast. I would be so appreciative that it really helps the podcast. And also I will definitely personally give you a shout out if you decide to do so. Also, if you're listening on Anchor, you can send in voice memos. I can hear those and you can talk to me and let me know what you guys think of the episodes or if you guys have any questions. Um, I could do some Q and A episodes if you guys want to hear stuff like that. So definitely send in me send in, sorry, definitely send in some episode ideas or questions that you guys have for me. I would love to hear them. So before we begin today's episode, I want to first put up a disclaimer. And I'm going to be probably putting a disclaimer in most of the episodes just because I feel like it's needed. So disclaimer, the opinions in this episode are my own and you are more than welcome to disagree. And if you want to share your opinion, I would love to hear it. If you go to Instagram, you can keep the conversation going because I will be posting about this episode there. So if you have any feedback, go there. Obviously, if it's constructive, if you're just going to be mean and say like you're stupid, then obviously, no, don't. But if you have some things that you would like to say or you don't agree with, then definitely go on there. But I just want everybody to be respectful respectful of each other's opinions because not everybody thinks the same and that's okay like I said I'm just showing my opinion you don't have to agree I just am showing and telling what I believe so with that being said let's get right into the topic so today's episode is going to be talking about 
me raising a feminist. And that goes for my both my kids. If you're new, then you probably don't know, but I have two beautiful kids. I have a girl who is three and a son who is one. So they're obviously super tiny. They don't understand any of this kind of stuff. But I have been thinking about how I want to raise them in the society that we live in today. There's so many loud and upfront voices to be heard, obviously. I mean, everybody should get their voice heard. And I've just been thinking about you know, what I believe and what I want to teach them with different issues and different topics. And this has been a big one in the forefront, I feel like, is feminists and feminism and all that kind of stuff. So first, I wanted to look up the definition because I'm like, I have an idea of what I think it is, but what is the actual definition of a feminist? So I typed it in. I said, what is a feminist? And then it said, a person who supports feminism, which is like, what? I hate, hate when they do that. When it's like, okay, cool. That's doesn't help me. What? Okay. So then I said, what is feminism? And it said the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of the sexes. So in my head, that just means that everybody is equal, right? But what I've been seeing a lot lately is that it's been turned into women thinking that we're better than men in certain, and obviously in certain areas we are because we're freaking bosses. Like, I want to raise my kids as feminists because women rock. <laughs> and we, I mean, we do so much good stuff. Okay, first, actually, let's talk about some dope shit that women have accomplished in the last couple years because we've done a lot of stuff. Like, like standing up for sexual assault, that whole thing, freaking amazing. It's so hard, I feel like, for women to stand up for stuff like that. And we are, and it has been amazing. And I'm so excited that women are finding the voice to do that. Also, Allison Phoenix, she's like going to be in the Olympics again. And she had a baby less than a year ago. And I'm like, that's freaking incredible. Like the things our bodies can do. Also, Beyonce at Coachella, like 2000, was it 17, I think, or 18? Something like that. She was the first black woman to headline Coachella. Or 2016, Hillary became the first female president nominee which is like about time and then in the senate has more women of color than it has ever seen before so things are moving for women and i am so excited that i get to see that and that i'm a part of this generation that gets to see women excelling and being the best that we can be but with that i feel like we're also moving back in a way because now we're like bashing men and just saying like people should be you know mad or mean to them if they excel because oh well they don't deserve it because they're a man you know and I don't feel like that's always the case and I feel like that's putting us back because I feel like with how much change there's always going to be change we should always accept where we are not accept it but be excited that things are moving further instead of hindering it by like complaining about things more if that makes sense okay let's I'll give an example because that kind of doesn't make sense sorry but so obviously this isn't the same situation at all but this is the first thing that comes to mind when I think about this so white people used to own slaves and those were African-Americans right so 
in my head, it's like if African-Americans started saying that we should own white people now because they used to own us, you know? It's like that doesn't make sense because that pushes us back to where we are. It's like we're back at square one because now one race thinks it's better than the other race. And so it doesn't matter in my mind, what gender we are, equality is equality. We should be treated equally. So I feel like men and women are equal. And also, doesn't matter what race you are, you're equal. In my mind, everybody's equal. So if I'm raising a feminist and feminist children, I want them to think that everyone is equal. It doesn't matter if you're a woman. It doesn't matter if you're a man. You can do anything you want as long as you work for it and you work hard for it. And obviously... I am not discrediting all of the steps and all of the things that we still have to go through. There's so much change to be done and we're nowhere near where we should be. But I don't believe if you are calling yourself a feminist, that bashing men is the way to go. I don't feel like that's constructive to the conversation or helping anybody at all to you know see your point of view and I've never understood why people think that like let's bash your ideas and then you'll think how I think it's like has that ever worked ever I feel like the best way to get somebody's mind changed is by showing them kindness and telling them how you feel and then showing them and living that and I feel like that's how you get people to be on your side and that's what I want for my kids seeing as I have a boy and a girl, from her perspective, I want her to know that she can do anything she wants to do. If she works hard for it, if she doesn't take no for an answer, and she proves that she's worthy of doing that thing, then I feel like that is what should, you know, that should base that off of. But I also feel like with having my son, that I want him to know that he isn't in control of other people because he's a man or his, you know, whatever. I just, I want him to know that he needs to support women and be kind and think of women's feelings and such. And I feel like also letting him know that he's okay to his own feelings and his own opinions. And that doesn't make him less than a man or anything like that. I feel like all of that kind of goes together with everybody being equal because I feel like on one hand, girls are like, you can't be a boss. You can't like, you know, you can't tell anybody what to do or guys what to do because you're a bitch or whatever it is. Or like guys feel like they can't be sensitive because you're also a bitch. But in the other way, like, I just feel like we have come so far that those types of things don't need to be a thing anymore. Everybody has been so open-minded. I feel like these last couple years and so much more is going to change. So I just feel like it's time for us to really start living what we're preaching. And so with feminism, I feel like I want to raise my kids, like I said, to feel like equality is equality is equality is equality. No matter how you look at it, nobody is better than anybody else. Just because you have more money doesn't mean you're better. If you have lesser money, doesn't mean you're worse. Like no matter what it is, I want them to believe that they are equal. But with that being said, too, for me, it's hard for me to kind of find the gray area when it comes to certain things. So, like, 
I talk to my husband about this a lot because we just, we love to talk because we obviously have different views because we're different human beings. So it's just fun. I love to talk to people that have different views because it makes me understand more. It keeps my mind open. So we talk about stuff all the time. And our thing is when we want equality for each other, I've seen women being mad at men for being considerate and being caring like you can't hold the door or you know you can't pay for dinner without making the woman feel less than or not equal to which is like I totally get that but at the same time I do feel like it's okay for that it's okay for your man to treat you it's okay for your your man to hold the door for you or pull the chair out for you like when It's like, because when he stops doing that to some people, it's like, okay, this guy is a piece of crap. Like, he doesn't respect me. He doesn't treat me how I want to be treated. And obviously, that goes for individual people. Like, obviously, you could tell him, I don't like it when you do that, and he's not going to do it. But overall, as a collective group, it's like, what are we supposed to teach our sons how to treat women? Are you supposed to pull out, or do you have to wait for her to tell you if she wants you to pull her chair out or to hold the door or to pay for the food and treat her nicely. And I just, with how much is changing, those are the conversations that we need to be asking because it's like we want to raise the best kids that we can, especially for the generation that is coming up, you know? It's like nobody, well, maybe some people, but majority, I feel like, of people are teaching their kids because of the times that they live in, you know, like nobody's teaching them the way they used to do it in the 20s, you know, it's like, you start teaching them according to the times that you live in. And so for me, I just want to know, like, what do I need? Like, what do I do? You know, there's so much left for interpretation. And obviously, people can teach their kids different things. But for me, that's the gray area. I know the simple things like treat women right, treat women equally, treat women the way you want to be treated because it's the same for Jax and for Hazel too, it doesn't matter. But it's like, at what point is it okay for, you know, my son to treat a woman like, you know, that, I don't know how to say that, like treat her like, uh, relationship wise, like, I don't know how that is and obviously we're gonna have that conversation when he's older because he like I said he's only one so we have a lot of time and there's gonna be a lot of change from now till then so this conversation is just something that I'm thinking up in my mind but it's super real to me because this is going to be a conversation that I'm going to have to have with him and I'm just kind of like what am I gonna tell you about what you should do because I really don't no right now but what I can say because I see this a lot which is kind of it's not funny but it's like what what did you think was gonna happen so I was watching blackish I don't know if you guys watch that show it's so freaking funny but one episode they were talking about um feminists and like how to be a feminist and all that stuff if you were like a guy and he was like hey sweetie smile or whatever and it was like they were like, why would you, you wouldn't have never said that to a man if, you know, a man wasn't smiling. You wouldn't have been like, sweetie, smile. And for me, though, I'm like, I don't think I've ever smiled after some person has told me that. Like, that's not 
what you say to a person, especially, yeah, if you're a guy, you would never say that to another man. Like, smile, man. Like, who says that to somebody? That's so weird. But yeah, I just thought that was so funny. And they were talking about ways to improve in those aspects. And they were also talking about like, at what point do I like get to do this or not do that? So I feel like that conversation is being opened, which I think is awesome because I feel like we should kind of, you know, I feel like everybody has been so pushed forward about certain things that we like kind of go over the top, I want to say, with certain things. So it's like getting mad at men if they do certain things. It's like, well, if you don't like it, let them know. But don't just be like be mad at them for things that have been a certain way, you know? And that's what I feel like we should all show kindness and love. No matter what we're going through, no matter what change, what we're trying to push forward, we should always show kindness and love because that's always going to go further. That's always going to make a bigger difference than if we are mean and negative and show hate and, you know, just be mean about things. I just don't see that happening. But with that, with equality and feminism and all of that, I wanted to talk specifically about black girl magic for a second. And when I'm going to say this, I'm not saying that, you know, black girls are better than anybody else or anything like that. But we need to have our moment because I don't feel like we have our moment. And for me, I feel like women or black women are like the most underrated people. And you could disagree with me, but from personal experience and from what I've seen, I honestly truly believe that black girls are underrated and underestimated. And I feel like if we're going to talk about feminism and feminists and being equal, I feel like it has to start too from within with women as well. I see a lot, a lot of women tearing each other down and being mean to each other. And it's like, if we're not even nice to ourselves, how do we expect men also to take us seriously and think of us as, you know, things if we can't even do that for each other? So I just feel like we need to start from within as well of thinking that we're all equal um, because I don't feel like it is like that. And I'm going to tell you why here in a second. So I want to talk first about beauty standards because we all know, no matter what you look like, it's crazy how, you know, distorted society thinks that beauty standards should be, you know? They're just unattainable. And it's so prevalent, so prevalent in the beauty community of seeing not, or I should say, at least for me specifically and for black girls, it can be really hard to see yourself, And I mean, even now, okay, I'm going to Google search literally as I'm doing this, I'm going to Google search beauty or like, yeah, I'm going to Google search beauty. Let's just see what comes up, you know, because images and see what popped up. I want to see how many African-Americans there are just to kind of see. So right off the back, you guys do it too. (laughs) Look at beauty on Google and so far... Second row, second row. Okay, one. One out of, let's see, how many? One, two, three, four, five. Five, ten. So 15 later, there's one black girl. 
And then almost 15 later, there's another black girl. Um, so it's just like, oh, there's another one, like 15 more later. So there's just not a lot of representation when it comes to African-American women. Um, let's do American beauty. Let's see, because this is kind of like vague. Let's do American beauty to get more specific. Let's see if there's more. American beauty. Uh, what? I think, oh, okay, so that's a movie or something, because what? It's just like the same girl over and over again. Uh, okay, let's do American Beauty Standards and see what comes up. American Beauty Standards. Okay, cool. So, right at, ooh, we got Lupita on second row. And, oh, found another one. Um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Okay, found one, two. So that's four five so there's there's some but I'm not seeing that many and so yeah my point is there's not a lot of representation and so I want us to feel more represented and feel equal because personally I want to tell a little story because pretty much my whole life I have felt ugly because I was dark basically. I felt like my skin was gross. I wish I was lighter. My mom was light-skinned, and so I used to tell people she was white because I was so proud of the fact that she was light because I thought she was beautiful. And no matter how many times she told me I was beautiful, it was hard for me to see that or to accept that and so I was just like, no, my skin is burnt, crispy, dark. I'm not attractive because I'm so dark. And within the black community as well, that is a huge thing is thinking that, you know, like team dark skin, team light skin. If you're light, you're good. If you're dark, you're bad, blah, 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 blah. And that's a huge thing. And for me, like I said, I didn't think I was beautiful because I was dark and I didn't see a lot of representation growing up as far as black like black like dark you know it's there's obviously it doesn't matter what skin color or I should say as far as like blackness it doesn't matter what shade rage you are when you're in um the forefront of Hollywood and stuff usually it would be like light-skinned or lighter skinned and it was not until recently where there's been a lot of dark, dark, you know, women that are like out there and like we have Lupita's and, you know, Kelly Rowland and stuff like that where they're so beautiful and their skin is darker and there's just so many people like that. And I'm not even going to lie. It wasn't until my husband, you know, started talking about black girls and how, you know, dark skin is so pretty that I started to even believe it because I just couldn't see it. But the more and more, he was like, how can you not see how beautiful you are? Or how beautiful dark skin is? It's like, wow. Like, you're right. They are so beautiful. And I even see now within, that's the reason why I brought that up anyway, is because I see now within the 
community of women that we still do that. We still are kind of like saying that black women aren't as beautiful. I've seen so many comments on social media of people trying to lighten up themselves or they should lighten up themselves because they're too dark or whatever. And it's just not okay. And it's a lot of women doing that to each other. And that's not okay. We're all equal, no matter what skin color, no matter what, you know, what we look like. We're all deserving of love and nobody should ever dim our light. And that's what I want to tell my daughter, especially because she is a part of me. She is me. And I don't want her to go through what I went through or I felt like, you know, I was too dark to be loved, you know, like there was nobody I could look up to as far as dark idols, you know, like beauty standards were different back then. And there are obviously going to be changes. And there's obviously black women back then that I could have looked up to. But I just feel like as society has gone on, obviously, there's more and more. And that makes me so excited, because that means that by the time she's old enough to even understand that there's going to be so many dark girls up front and center, letting her know that it doesn't matter if your skin is dark or light or whatever like there's somebody that you can look up to um and you know there's representation is what I'm saying so I just feel like within our own community as women we need to feel that we're all equal that nobody is better than anybody else it's so hard I feel like nowadays with that because of social media because everybody thinks that they're better than everybody else because you know they post a picture and it's like not even real it's like staged but we just think that somebody is better than us you know and I just feel like we need to start within really fixing our views supporting each other lifting each other up if uh, if your friend if your girl is starting a business support her don't laugh at her don't think oh she can't do that she can't blah 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 she can she probably will and she's gonna do it without you you could have been there but instead you wanted to try to bring her down and now you're not there so you're not reaping the benefits that she could have you know helped you start your stuff and I just feel like it's time that we embrace each other we work with each other and that's what I want for my kids more than anything is for them to know that we there's enough space and room for everybody to do anything and like I was saying in the beginning if you're willing to work hard and do what you got to do to put yourself further in life do it as long as you're treating each other kind respectfully equally I feel like so much more change can happen in the best way possible so that is what I had to talk about that issue that topic today I hope you guys found something from it if you guys don't agree with what I said or you have more to offer the conversation definitely go to our Instagram at the aspiring mother podcast I would love to hear what you guys have to say And I will see you guys in the next episode. Until next time, bye aspiring mothers. Thank you for listening to episode 22. If you liked what you heard, leave a rating and review. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Thank you and keep aspiring.